Hey guys, Andrew here from AltMed. I've got my buddy here, Mitch from AltMed too. And we're going to be doing a bunch of podcasts, um, just a little video clips where we do a basics of cannabis um, just to bring everyone up to speed. We're very excited about the space. You'll probably come to learn that from listening to us. But um, this is our first episode. So thanks so much for, for tuning in and joining us. Um, We'll yeah. Kick it off today. Oh, yeah, Mitch, you must be uh, excited to be here. Uh, I am actually. I'm just happy to. It's, I think this is going to be good. It's going to be more of a casual chat, actually, something where we just get to have people on in the weeks to come and just chat about all things cannabis, especially in Australia, where uh, you know the uh, let's say legislation around it is du- dubious at best. Not dubious by the standards they put well, up. All I heard was um, dubious, but um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> very dubious, no, but uh, very difficult for the uh, average person to navigate. So we're going to try and demystify some of it, um, yeah. talk about the, the absolute basics all in, and get into some of the more intricate parts as well and just, uh, yeah, have a little delve, have some guests on, have a bit of a yarn and do what we do best. Um, I like it. Talk- and it's kind of one of those things where Mitch and I would be doing this any old day so the only difference is we've set up a camera so uh, <laughs> back. it's actually kind of true make yourself comfy and we're going to do a bit of a basics of cannabis education today a bit of the 101 um so for those more advanced um, you might want to skip this one but um but it might be a good refresher for you anyway so much listen to us chat and- well who wouldn't who wouldn't want to hear that um, <laughs> so all right um, straight into it um Question so we've got a bit of a list here, just a few topics to kind of go on on, and um, I guess we can just extrapolate so it comes off less rehearsed. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, yeah. <laughs> what, what is cannabis actually? Do you are you do you know? I mean, I, I guess I, we've been importing I, it for a while, so we're legally, of course. Um, but I, we I, uh, we should probably know what it is, I guess. Yeah. Well, um, I, I've heard the odd thing about it, um, but uh, but no, cannabis is a a flower. Um, its scientific name, I believe, you actually know the answer to. Yes, which from under the bus. Yeah. Okay. Um, apologies if we're not saying that right. We're not. Um, apologies, you know. if we got it wrong. Clearly, it's not a good start. Not a good look. If we. <laughs> um, um, it's actually yeah from the same group as hops. Um, that family that uh, gives us two of probably our favourite plants to be honest, at least on a Friday or Saturday night. I mean, Absolutely. medicinally, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, it does have many applications. We will say that. It's not just what most people think about it, you know, smoking uh, dope, as it's been referred to in, in the past. Now it's come to mean, you know, a medicinal kind of product that a lot of people are using for quite an array of different indications. So it's definitely people associated with ingesting or smoking or oral administration if you're a doctor or different ways basically of having it affect your body um uh, most people have you know talked about or heard about or tried smoking it at some point in their life um other people take it yeah in oil form stuff like that but it actually isn't just um something we consume it's also something we use for say textiles um you can make bags out of hemp fiber you can make something, you know, building materials out of the hempcrete, which they mix with sand to make uh, kind of insulation or 
um, I think non-structural walls, but um, or at least non-supporting walls is what I mean. So there's a, there's a few different uses. The, the oil is also used, um, like hemp seed oil for skin products, topical stuff like that, body, beauty, stuff, you know, things of that nature. Some people like to use it for their pets. They think it gives their pets some benefits. Um, the seeds as well, um, the husks, you know, people use that as uh, quote-unquote superfood so uh take that with a grain of salt or a grain of hemp but um you know it's it's got a few different applications beyond just you know the reefer madness that we've known about growing up and now a medicinal kind of uh i think people use it a little bit <laughs> broadly like a, a kind of wonder drug at the moment but it definitely is a wide array but a, a, a wide array of applications but i don't know if it will cure everything um the way some people <laughs> seem to doubt it Look, there's not much that um i think i think we've established there's not much it can't do um which is great and yeah very very diverse and um wide-ranging applications um for it but um i suppose as you would have guessed from the the name of our website altmed where um we're interested in the medicinal side particularly although you know if i ever need to build a house and i don't need to support the roof i um might look into um that product you were describing, Mitch, but um, the, yeah, so from a, like what, as you said, people associate cannabis, weed, Mary Jane, whatever they call it, with smoking, recreational use, but what about medicinal cannabis? Can you maybe take us through that? Yeah, absolutely. There's the medicinal side of things and we'll be getting doctors on in the weeks to come and pharmacists and the, you know, kind of the likes of that who have a little bit more of the medicinal knowledge and an actual doctor's degree behind them so just this is a very introductory very overview type thing but um the medicinal side has really been taking leaps and uh, big strides in the recent times especially in australia and especially in the eu and north america um you're seeing a lot of people using medicinal can or cannabis generally hemp cbd and thc for different indications to really give them relief that might potentially other um, medicines didn't so you know traditionally you're seeing it used for stuff like pain and inflammation sleep uh, memory type indications digestion immune function that's all stuff i've just read off my list to remind me <laughs> but, but no we, we, we definitely do see that um and you see it in a range of forms so you're not just seeing it as in the smoking uh, flower although you are seeing it in that form but you're also seeing it in in oil form so you're seeing it in, as like a tincture a lot of people will be familiar with that a tincture they put under their tongue and then it um it gets processed orally rather than you know in the in the lungs um you're seeing it in that form uh by both an oil product a, a distillate product um which is used more sparingly and potentially more aligned with um Again, they use it heavily in Europe and America with vaping. So you get that um, that honey-like product that, that people use in that form. You're getting water-soluble kind of isolate products like that that some people are using um, in drinks. So they use that in, in beverages in the States or in, in, in the EU as well. So, so it's kind of, it's, it's basically, it comes in cannabis when used as a medicine comes in many different forms and can be used to treat many different indications but of course we stress as we will throughout this series that um ultimately it's the doctor's call we don't wish to use this site to promote 
anything or make any claims about medicinal cannabis. Um, but of course, you know, it's a, there's a growing body of research about its use um, medicinally and, and we're sort of keen to, to tap into that. Um, but no, that was great, Mitch. Thank you for taking us through that. So what then, um, if I am, uh, let's say, prescribed um, a tincture oil bottle, like the one you were describing in the sort of the small amber bottle with the pipette to do my little oil droppers, um, what is going on there? Um, what what is it about the medicine that how does it interact with um with my body again uh i, I feel the need to disclaimer at the moment especially in australia I, I, I thought that too but i think it's obvious because we're not wearing like those doctor's coats we haven't got a stethoscope around the, i mean i could wear it next episode if you, want, <laughs> you could um i still wouldn't you know you're you're kind of a lawyer so you need to make sure that you act with the utmost integrity so i probably wouldn't do that if i was <laughs> um in saying that yeah we, we aren't doctors but we can talk briefly and we'll get people with more knowledge to talk about this later but uh, essentially you've got an endocannabinoid um, system within our bodies it's a biological system which uh, interacts with cannabinoids there's there's quite a few there's the en endocannabinoids are, are um they occur naturally in our body so they're cannabinoids that our body produces naturally and then you have phytocannabinoids which come from plants so there's actually quite a lot of phytocannabinoids too that you might have heard of would be thc and cbd they're the most well-known ones but then there's a whole bunch of minor cannabinoids that that um, have all different roles that we're starting to see the research come out of um, they have different kind of uh, different effects on the body essentially but i guess um I guess we really want to hone in or listen an introductory uh, podcast on, on THC and CBD and maybe explore those two first. Mm. Um, so well, uh, yeah, out of interest, I mean, the, so you, you're basically saying that the body in the same way that it has other receptors for other drugs like opioids or, or other things. So we, we naturally have a, a biological system inherently within our bodies that um, interacts with the active compounds in the cannabis plant that are used in that medicinal context, but I suppose as well in the, in the recreational as well. Yeah, absolutely. But I, I'd love to have um, this explained by somebody, with the medical background in subsequent um, podcasts, I reckon, just so we, we get it from the horse's mouth. Um, but we, we can talk a little bit about THC, but yes, you're correct, essentially. And, and um THC is probably the one that most people know of, uh, the one that most people associate cannabis with, uh, the uh, all too uh, familiar getting a high uh, scenario. So, you know, you take, and I can, not from Australia, but I lived in the States for a while and, and in the EU, and it's pretty rife in certain parts there, especially in the States. Um, so I, I did happen upon a marijuana <laughs> joint. Um, it's that high, um, yeah, it gives you that high psychoactive experience where you you um, feel a kind of sense of euphoria, but then a, a whole bunch of other feelings as well, you know. Hunger, I believe, is one of them. Hunger, is that one you're familiar with? I've heard it said. Yeah, well, I have heard it said too. Um, it definitely relaxation, um, but that's on the re recreational side. So you get the euphoria, the re relaxation. Um, it can also... It must be said, you know, 
cause feelings of sort of anxiety um, in some people. And certainly if, if you've had too much, you can feel a kind of dis-ease or a bit uneasy with, uh, with maybe, you know, oof, it's a little bit, <laughs> a bit intense. Um, but definitely on, on the medicinal side, we're seeing that it's, uh, there's certain things that has come to be known for you know, a lot of um, patients take it for um, to reduce feelings of nausea. So especially we're seeing the um, cancer research show that, that people on kind of intense cancer meds are finding relief in, in some studies uh, from, from smoking THC. They're finding their nausea reduced. Um, muscle spasticity, pain, these are the ones we see over and over and they're on the TGA website even to... to in Australia, showing the kind of research coming out that backs this uh, these claims up. Um, definitely, one we know, as you said before, is yeah, in, increasing appetite um, and definitely the the desire to sleep. So there's that's being used for people who don't sleep very well or maybe are battling anorexia or something like that. Um, so there there are a few you know very simple um, kind of introductory indications that people are taking it for um any any additions to that andrew you no, that was, good. was good i like that as a sort of um initial wander down the, the sort of thc lane um perhaps i might take you to cbd now cannabidiol or cannabidiol yeah so that's that's the non-psychoactive one um it it's not really producing those euphoric uh, effects not as sedative although it is used for some for people who have do report sleep being um being improved by um, by CBD, um, it's there is research to suggest that it reduces inflammation um, and it can also reduce anxiety. It's kind of like the antithesis to THC in terms of that one. Um, it can really really reduce some of the effects, even of some of the unwanted effects of of THC. So um, I think it's it feels almost like a, like an anti venom in some respects, especially on that particular. Uh, indication if you want to call it an indication in this or you know so yeah definitely the anxiety and and then we're also seeing uh, seizures which is one of the main reasons Australia legalized this uh, um, the, the cannabis in general is because of children with epilepsy and, and suffering a lot of seizures that was one of the yeah things that got it over the line so we're definitely seeing CBD as, as a front runner in that, uh, that kind of space so yeah, that's that's a very quick synopsis of. CBD. That's right. I feel like with every single one of these questions, we're going to do a um, a bit of a deep dive um, in subsequent episodes. But um, yeah, any questions for me? Uh, yeah, so I think going off all that, you know, people hear a lot of terms thrown around. I think that the main ones, cannabis or marijuana or hemp they're, they're the, the kind of main ones and maybe a quick uh distinction between the three terms because i i feel like they're the main ones cannabis obviously being the overall anything umbrella term for anything to do with uh you know marijuana hemp they're all kind of sit under the cannabis um umbrella but uh definitely marijuana versus hemp might be a good place to start for sure um and it might seem you know cannabis marijuana hemp to be a matter of semantics but um but the, there are nuances um that sort of shape our understanding at least so you know as you said i mean cannabis is the the universal um term for 
for the plant itself. However, you know, when we're talking about hemp and it's, then you spoke um, previously about its industrial application um, and the fact that, you know, it's allowed in Australia for, you know, you can buy um, hull hemp seeds and all sorts of food products um, made out of hemp. Um, and that's because it contains um, very, very low levels of THC um, to such an extent that um, it's satisfy it satisfies food safety standards. Um, and so it's uh, widely available um, in that kind of industrial use. Um, so that's what we're talking about when we talk about hemp. Marijuana is a, a bit of a, of an ambiguous one it is more closely associated with recreational um cannabis so you wouldn't find um well, at least i haven't seen people referring to medicinal cannabis as yeah true you know i mean maybe yeah medical marijuana i don't know maybe that in the early days but these days people tend to refer to it as medicinal cannabis so i think um whilst you know it doesn't strictly uh, only mean recreational it's um more widely associated with that and of course that's where the um the term mary jane comes from so it's uh yeah, yeah. The more thc i feel like though you know people say hemp and they're like marijuana has high thc and low cbd and then hemp has high cbd and low thc i, I kind of feel like hemp has low thc and also used to have low cbd but they've kind of coined the term especially in the states to kind of destigmatize that part of cannabis in a way or like kind of um that's my feelings on it they, they've taken hemp and run with it for kind of almost pseudo-legal reasons or you know to to exactly. do you know what i mean absolutely because if you you know the black market um which you know we don't stand here um as advocates for and um, but you know we're not we understand why people use it but we're, we're not um we're, we don't advocate for it but the black market you'll find cbd being described as you know hemp oil and um you know it's sort of just brazenly being <laughs> labeled as as a um, as a hemp product but of course it, it's well it's meant to contain cbd whether it does um i suppose it, it depends on yeah on your luck <laughs> yeah but it's also it depends on the definition so you see a lot of people asking does hemp oil contain cbd and kind of the short answer is it can and it can't can't as well yeah. if you know what i mean like it doesn't have to but it might but then you know it's i think your people looking for cbd oil should be looking for cbd oil and obviously in australia that means a legal channel you can't really get cbd oil legally in australia from mm. anywhere other than a pharmacy um but you know people say hemp oil but the way they're distinguishing it now is hemp seed oil is the one that's got no cbd i feel in australia at least but hemp oil technically could have no cbd and still be hemp oil if that makes sense it makes sense to me um i like, <laughs> I like the nuance of it um not bad for um for our first episode to take everyone into that realm but um no, thanks so much for, for tuning in, everyone. We'll, um, we're going to leave it there for today, but trust me, there's plenty more to come. What might be coming up next, Mitch? Have you got a, a bit of an eye on the horizon? Yeah, well, I definitely think that um, probably for the next one, we'll talk a little bit about access in Australia because that's that's definitely something that, that most people are um, particularly... There's, you know, some people that are getting it now, great, 
uh, that, that need it. That's fantastic. But there's still still a very small section of the population. So really cannabis basics 101 stuff in Australia. And, you know, I think that, um, yeah, accessing medicinal cannabis in Australia, how do we do it at the moment as of the end of 2020, basically, um, you know, it's come a long way in Australia. It's been legal here now for medicinally for a few years. Um, so there are thousands of people accessing it and there's still plenty more that, you know, would like to, and that's a question that we can try and answer in the next podcast. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to, um, you know, canvassing all of the, um, the tricky legal aspects uh, incidental to access. So we'll cover off on that on the next one, but thanks so much for tuning in guys. We'll, um, we'll see you soon. Cheers. Cheers.